The world is more complex than ever. Who can make sense of it? Join Reverend Michael Angley Oguche on NUMA Podcast each week as he shows you how God's Word connects directly to your life in this age and helps you navigate trials and tribulations. If you want to deepen your relationship with God and learn what He has in store for you, listen and subscribe to NUMA Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Just search for NUMA Podcast. Hello and welcome to NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche, bringing your way today the inspired Word of God, and I hope you will be blessed. Hello, brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ. I am so glad you're able to join NUMA podcast today. The key text for this podcast is the book of Numbers, chapter 13, verse 25 to 33. Forty days later, they came back from exploring the land. They came back to Moses, Aaron, and the whole community of Israel at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. They gave their report and showed them the fruit from the land. This is what they reported to Moses. We went to the land where you sent us. It really is a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is some of its fruit. But the people who live there are strong, and the cities have walls and are very large. We even saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in the Negev. The Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the mountain region. And the Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and all along the Jordan River. Caleb told the people to be quiet and listen to Moses. Caleb said, Let's go now and take possession of the land. We should be more than able to conquer it. But the men who had gone with him said, We can't attack those people. They are too strong for us. So they began to spread lies among the Israelites about the land they had explored. They said the land we explored is one that devours those who live there. All the people we saw there are very tall. We saw Nephilim there. The descendants of Anak are Nephilim. We felt as small as grasshoppers, and that's how we must have looked to them. Please join me as I bring this podcast to the Lord. Heavenly Father, thank you for yet again another opportunity to be able to bring your word to the world. Lord, I ask that you inspire the sound of my voice today so that as the word come forth, it will reach out to those who should be hearing this. And I thank you because you are God. Have your way through today in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.
The title of this podcast is The Danger of Incorrect Conclusion. The Danger of Incorrect Conclusion. Incorrect conclusion lead to self-defeating attitude towards life. Let me begin by telling you about a situation I encountered not long ago. It happened that as a lifelong learner, I applied for a place at a renowned university in Scotland, United Kingdom. The professor on reading my proposal outrightly questioned my ability to fulfill my research proposal. He told me he could not supervise me. Not that I do not respect his opinion about my proposal, but he put it across to me in such a condescending way. However, my strength in responding to this professor lies in my personal disposition as a child of God. I said to him, Professor, I am sorry I did not meet your expectation on this occasion. But one thing I want you to know is this. I have been in the ministry for decades and I will not allow your perception to define my person or what I represent. In the end, the university gave me one of the best supervisors in my subject area. Friends, I refused to give in to incorrect conclusion because I know my place in God and therefore cannot allow myself to be defined by external factor or my present circumstances no matter what. Here is what God's word said to all who believe in him and thus in Psalms 139 verse 14. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. It is amazing to think about your workmanship. It's marvelous and how well I know it. This simply means that I didn't just drop from somewhere or nowhere and became what I am now. God took his time to design and create me. And not just that, I was created with a purpose. Although my framework is the same with other human beings, yet I am unique just as you who is listening to Numa podcast today is. In our key text today, that's Numbers chapter 13 verse 25, to 33. We read the account of the 12 detectives who were sent to spy out the land of Canaan by Moses. God promised the children of Israel he was going to give them that land. So, you see, this promise is already a done deal because God cannot lie. Haggai chapter 2 verse 4 to 5. Here's what he said. But take courage, O Zerubbabel and Joshua and all the people. Take courage and work for I am with you, says the Lord Almighty. For I promised 
when you left Egypt that my spirit would remain among you. So don't be afraid. The 12 spies returned. All of them had reports to give to their sender, Moses. The problem was that 10 of the reports were negative and clearly incorrect. Only two were positive. This is what they reported to Moses, who sent them out ab initio. We went to the land where you sent us. It's really a land flowing with milk and honey. Here is some of its fruits. But the people who live there are strong, and the cities have walls and are very large. We even saw the descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in the Negev, the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the mountain region, and the Canaanites live along the coast of the Mediterranean Sea and all along the Jordan River. Wonderful. This was a very, very wonderful report if they had left it there. They observed very well the fertility of the land of promise. They even produced evidence. They considered the geography, the security, and the sociology of Canaan. However, they drew an incorrect conclusion of their military minds, which was based on perception. And as you know, perception is not always fact. Verse number 30 of the same scripture said, Caleb told the people to be quiet and listen to Moses. Caleb said, let's go now and take possession of the land. We should be more than able to conquer it. That's what they said. Caleb and his friend Joshua were confident of the victory because they knew their God. They knew all that God had done for them in the past. As for the ten, they were not about to listen. The prefabricated fear in their hearts had taken over their spiritual sense of reason. Brothers and sisters, whenever you allow your perceived fear to take over your life, this is what happens. Self-defeat. Self-defeat is the worst form of defeat. No one can help you to overcome them except yourself. Of course, the fearful ten had good reason to be fearful. That is, if they forgot that so many times God told them not to be afraid. Sometimes obvious circumstances would cause us to fear, but the child of God must remember This is NUMA Podcast with the Reverend Michelangeli Oguche. God bless you. Keep listening. That, as Paul reminded Timothy, that's 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and self-control. Let us quickly look at some of the reasons for the fear that had taken tenancy in the heart of the ten. 
to be truthful, the characters that were present on the other side of the river, Jordan, were truly strong. They were the Nephilims. Remember them from Genesis chapter 6 verse 4. These guys were a group of enigmatic people and truly gigantic in nature. This is what I think informed and furnished their fears. It is important for all children of God to understand the composition of the enemy by knowing their antiques. The Word of God categorically states that we are fighting a higher power. Here is what it says in the book of Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12. For we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against persons without bodies, the evil rulers of the unseen world, those mighty satanic beings and great evil prince of darkness who rule this world and against huge number of wicked spirit in the spirit world. Granted, brothers and sisters, these giant homo sapiens were fearful looking, but the one who has God on his or her side is greater. That was where the ten spies missed it all. In verse 33 of our key text, they said, we saw the Nephilim there. We felt as small as grasshoppers, and that's how we must have looked to them. I often ask myself, who told them they were like grasshoppers? Notice they said, we felt we are like grasshoppers, and we believe we must have looked like that to them. Dear brothers and sisters, the moment you begin to undervalue yourself, you are heading to the path of self-defeat. It is also worth remembering that how we view ourselves have great impact on our individual character and, by extension, others around us too. The actions of the self-defeated spies greatly affected the determination of the rest of Israel and for that reason, God was highly displeased with them. Remember, all of this happened because of incorrect conclusion of fact. The fact is this, God promised to give them Canaan land. The question then is this, did God know about the giants in the land? The answer is absolutely yes. God knew about the fertility, the geography, the fortification, the sociology, and the military mights of the land of Canaan. And that would have been the reason for them to put their trust in him for victory. And yet they chose to self-defeat that led to rebellion of the rest of Israel. If you are listening to this message and you are feeling defeated by your situation, I want you to know that God understands your situation. God could have removed all the obstacles, including the Nephilims, from their way. But no, he wanted them to learn to trust him for every victory to have. 
In the same way, friends, God wants you to trust him in all that you do. And it's worth remembering that victory at Canaan had been sealed and signed and delivered to Israel. And so it is with what Jesus Christ did for you and for me at Calvary. Praise God. Regardless of what is going on around us this moment, be it financial difficulty, family, and or any other giant that is troubling you, that is troubling us, be rest assured that God knows about all this situation and that victory is already won. We can find some comfort in Isaiah chapter 54, verse 17. But no instrument forged against you will be allowed to hurt you, and no voice raised to condemn you will successfully prosecute you. It's that simple. This is how it will be for the servant of the eternal. I will vindicate them. As we travel on this life's journey, we are bound to come across challenging circumstances many times with our co-travelers and yet we all see things differently. All the 12 spies saw the same thing and yet gave consequential conflicting reports. The difference between Caleb, Joseph, and the ten spies was how they processed what they saw, which eventually led them to incorrect conclusion. They saw themselves as mere grasshoppers, and they were right, because grasshoppers truly do have multifactorial vision that has the ability to multiply one object. The work of the enemy is always to distort our visions. But if we learn to do as Paul said in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2b, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, we will surely overcome. And I hope and pray that this is the case with you today. As I bring this podcast to a conclusion, I would like to remind you that a lie repeated often has the propensity to take the wings of truth, even when it's not true. To prevent ourselves from this tragic trajectory, we must endeavor to learn and identify false estates around us in the following ways. One, we must determine to recognize the elements in our surroundings, those false estates that are unreal. Second thing is put things in the right perspective, the perspective of God. That is to say, see things as God would have you see. By recognizing divine intervention within the spectrum to avoid blowing up situations out of proportion. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 21 has this to say, Words kills. Words give life. They are either poison or fruit. You choose. My prayer for you today, my brothers and my sisters, is that 
you would have learned how not to make incorrect conclusion as you travel along this path of life. And with this, I will say, may the Lord continue to bless and replenish you. Please join me again as we close. Eternal Rock of Ages, I thank you once more for this time with my brothers and my sisters around the world. I pray, King of Glory, that you will restore, God, our perspective to be the right perspective, how you see things. We want to see things how you see it from your own angle, O oh God so that we can avoid making incorrect conclusions. Father God, I ask all of this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, the one who is coming back again. Amen. We 
Thank you for listening to the NUMA podcast. This has been the Reverend Michael Angeli Oguche. I pray that God will richly bless you until I come your way again.